0: Do you want to be more confident? Do you want to be more self-assured? Would it be valuable to you in your life if you didn't have the level of self-doubt that you have right now? If you want to change your mindset, if you want to learn how to have more happiness in your life, more success in your life, and be more authentically you, then you've come to the right place. Welcome to the More Confidence with Luna Gaia podcast. I am your host, Lunaria Gaia. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 170 of the More Confidence with Luna Gaia podcast. I am your host, Luna Gaia. What do you think is wrong with being confident? You know, Demi Lovato, what's wrong with being, what's wrong with being confident? Shout out to Demi Lovato. I don't think I've done a rendition enough to uh, get the copyright flag going there. Welcome to today's episode, because in today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about why you self-sabotage your confidence. What's wrong with being confident after all? We might think that it is something that we totally want to be. We want to be confident. We want to be our most authentic self. But when it comes down to it, there are many good reasons why you are stopping yourself from actually being your most confident self and what to do about it. So let's get stuck into it. For those of you who have never joined us before, hello and welcome to this podcast. In fact, everybody is welcome in this podcast. All of you is welcome here as well. So not just everyone, but all of who you are. When you work with me in any capacity, be that here on the podcast, in my courses, if you read my books, if you are uh, one of my one-on-one coaching clients, all of you is welcome. And there's, that's a really important piece to the work that I do. All of you is welcome. Because we cannot reject ourselves into wholeness. And my friends, you're attempting to... Love yourself and be your most confident self why de- while denying all the parts of you that you don't, quote, like. So here on this podcast, we are here to teach you how to do it differently. Teach you how to deprogram your mind that says that you are not enough, that your body needs to look different, that yourself needs to be different, that there's something wrong with you, that you are unworthy and unlovable, and that you do not belong. Here in this podcast, I'm going to show you how to unravel that thinking. That's what we're here to do. We're here for you to be your most confident self so you can stop holding yourself back, getting in your own way, and actually give to the world what you're here to give. I don't know what that is, right? I don't know what your your personal gift is. I have one of my clients is is working on helping people through their death transitions. I've got another client who is a parent and a beautiful artist who is going to art school in her 50s, who's just got sober. I've got another client who's only in her 20s and is just discovering that maybe she doesn't want to do a business commerce degree, but she's about to complete it. But now she gets to use all those skills to be able to funnel it into her creative projects. The truth is, is that most of us are living a life that isn't the one that we want to. Yeah, most of us are living a kind of like a carbon copy of what we think that we should be living. Based on society, based on the world, based on circumstances, based on a bunch of things, we're living a life that isn't the one that we want to be living. And so I'm on a mission to help you live the life that you want to be living. True into your heart, not the one that's kind of on the surface level, the egoic one. Sure, most of us would sit there and go, I want a million dollars a year. That'd be great, right? Cool. But it's more so like what's in your heart. Deep down, what is what is the true nature of your heart that wants to come out and be here in the world? And that might not look like you change your profession at all. It just might mean that you get to be in the world completely differently. And I want that for you. I want you to be your most authentic, confident self because we want that in the world. We want you in the world and we want people like you in the world doing that. So you've come to the right place. Thank you for being here. Such an absolute pleasure to have you. All the all the pleasure is mine, so thanks for being here. And if you do like this podcast, go ahead and share it. Hit that follow, that subscribe button, press the button. You know the things. It just helps it get out to more people. That's really all that it is. It's not to inflate my ego. It's because the more people who follow, the more people that subscribe, the more people that share this podcast episode, the algorithmic gods send it out to more people. And therefore, there's more people who get to be more confident and self-assured. Yay! Wonderful, right? It's a winner. Absolute winner. So... Why would we stop ourselves from being our most confident self? Shout out to Demi Lovato for her song there. And, you know, I feel like when we hear a song like that or, you know, Beyonce, who run the world, girls, or whenever we hear those like like Katy Perry, "I'm you're going to hear me raw kind of song. Whenever we hear one of those uplifting, amazing, you know, baby, you're a firework, whatever it is, right, whenever we hear those amazing songs that just, Excite us! Whenever we feel that way, we're all excited and motivated. We're pumped. We're like, yeah, nothing can go wrong. I'm amazing. Of course, I'm going to feel this way. We feel empowered. We can, girl power, all that kind of stuff. And it's great. I think that they're wonderful soundtracks for us. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with them. And I think all the power to them. Let's keep listening to those kind of musics to be able to, to help enrich our practice of being confident in the real world when we are our most confident self, when we are going out there and having, quote, tickets on ourselves, we get that kind of feedback. You know, in Australia, it's called tall poppy syndrome, although I'm sure they have it in every other part of the world. Tall poppy syndrome is effectively, if you had a field of poppies, a flower, and a poppy grows taller than the rest, then it gets shut down to size, right? You can't grow taller than the herd. That's basically what tall poppy syndrome says. So you don't want to stand out. You want to be short, sure, sure that you blend in with everybody else. So don't get too don't get too big for your boots. Don't get too cocky. When we are confident, we are open to being criticized, judged, left out, uh, you know, not accepted. There is a there is something that to be said around even think for yourself. When you've seen a strong, confident, good looking, successful woman walk into the room. Be honest with yourself here. There's not a two way street right now, but if you're on really honest with yourself, are you always like, oh go girl, you're amazing. Maybe you are now, but have you ever in your time seen someone like that and been like, Ugh, God, I hate that woman. Yeah? Or you're like, she's she's so cocky, she's so arrogant, she thinks she's better than everybody else. She walks on here like she owns the place, etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Now, that can be true from time to time, right? Some people can have arrogance rather than confidence, and it is useful to have humility. If you've got someone like Kanye West who thinks he's God and thinks he's, he's genius, we can look down upon someone like that and oh my God, get a grip, guy. You're just average. Have you noticed how when we've got someone who really believes in themselves, if they don't have any humility in that, we will berate them. We want to bring them down. We want to be like, nope, you're not allowed to if there is no sense of like oh okay yeah but i mean i'm i'm not really that good we don't mind that we don't mind when people are really successful providing that they're not super believing in themselves but when someone's like yeah i think i'm really good at this and i'm and and i am going to come do the thing notice how sometimes within inside of us we can contract and so if we have that contraction within inside of us when we look at someone else being confident maybe we're judging them maybe we are criticizing them, then it's not very hard, it's not, it's not a very big stretch to think, well, we might receive that same kind of hate if we become confident in ourselves, right? If we are not our, it, it, like, if we are doing it to them, then it's pretty likely that if we become that, then people are going to do it to us. The interesting thing here is that when you aren't confident, you're afraid that people are going to judge you for being confident. But when you are confident and authentic and and sure of yourself, you don't really care if people think that way. There's the irony of it, right? It's only the insecure people who are thinking that. The secure people within themselves might recognize it. You know, I can recognize if somebody feels intimidated around me or I can recognize that that you know my, my confidence could potentially be triggering someone's insecurity, but I understand that that's their insecurity and I act with humility around that, right? And I don't mean humility like I said it before in terms of like, oh, no, I'm not that good, I'm fine. Like, no, 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 don't. I don't mean that. By humility, I mean that I'm always growing and that I'm human and that I'm imperfect. Of course I'm imperfect. And I think that's what you've got to really understand when it comes to your own confidence as well, that you're allowed to be imperfect. Confidence doesn't mean that you've got everything right. Confidence doesn't mean that you are, you know, that, Your Every single thing in every single moment of your life is absolutely mint. It doesn't mean that at all. It means believing in yourself. It means backing yourself, right? In a couple of episodes time, I'm going to really talking about this self-doubt concept. So keep an eye out for that. Because backing ourselves and having confidence with ourselves is understanding who we are and being okay with that. I'm not ashamed of my shadow side. I'm not ashamed of my limitations. And I would encourage you to do the same. When, when you are hiding certain parts from yourself or from the world, you become ashamed of them. They live in the dark. But when you are willing to look at all parts of yourself, you, it becomes in the light and you don't have to be ashamed of it anymore. I'm not afraid that you're going to find out that I slept for 15 hours the other day. I'm not afraid that you're going to find out that I binged a pack of the chips on the way home after like eating an enormous amount of Christmas lunch. I'm not, I don't don't need to be ashamed of that, right? If I try to keep it a secret, then it's in shame within myself. But I'm okay with the parts of me that are imperfect. And the more that you are okay with the parts of you that are imperfect, the happier that you're going to get. That's just the reality, the more confident that you're going to be. But there are lots of reasons why we stop ourselves and we self-sabotage ourselves. Self-sabotage is when our conscious mind wants one thing, I want to be confident, but our unconscious mind wants another or believes another. I'm going to say that again. So self-sabotage is when our conscious mind wants one thing and our unconscious mind wants something else. Our unconscious mind is always going to win. Always. It's always going to win. So just say you have this desire, right, on, on the surface level, consciously, I want to be more confident. You know you want to be more confident. It's That's obvious to you. You hate feeling shy. You hate doubting yourself. You're holding yourself back, and you don't want to anymore. You're limiting yourself, right? So you have the desire. But unconsciously, you have a belief that I'll lose love if I'm assertive. It's a, It's a quote by Carl Jung. Uh, you know, uh, uh, psychologist Jung. You would, you probably would have heard of him. Um, Jung, back in the day, don't know, don't know when. You can look it up. Until the unconscious becomes conscious, it will rule your life, and you will call it fate. I'm going to say that again. If until the unconscious becomes conscious, it will rule your life, and you will call it fate. And effectively, my friends, what this means is that there is stuff going on on the unconscious level that is driving our behaviors. It's driving our thoughts. It's driving our, our actions. It's driving the way that we think about ourselves. And if that is left in the dark, if we are not aware of those behaviors and those thoughts and those actions, when we're not aware of what's going on unconsciously, it's going to rule your life. And you're going to think you have no control over it. And you're going to keep sabotaging. Why do I keep sabotaging my confidence? Well, because you have an unconscious belief that states that you shouldn't feel confident because confident people suck. It's kind of like you, you may have heard, and I certainly grew up this way with this un- undertone belief that, that money is the root of all evil, right? That rich people are assholes. I, that's, what, that's what I was raised in. That's what kind of society I was, you know, my culture that I, w- I was raised in, not only, not only at home, but in a broader kind of sense of the world, that it's how, quote, the other half live. Rich people are this or rich people are that. H- if I have a belief that rich people are bad people and I was raised to want to be a good person, no matter how much money I got, I would sabotage that. Right, Because I want to be a good person. The unconscious belief is be a good person. So that's going to stop any kind of outward desire that I have here, consciously. I have a conscious desire to have money, but I have an unconscious belief that that's bad. So of course, I'm going to go towards that. So for you, it's really important that we have a look at what the unconscious beliefs is. Although you want to be confident on some level, although on this level you want to be your most assertive and most authentic self... If you have a belief deep down that you haven't been paying attention to, that you are not aware of, then it's going to stop you, right? It is going to limit you. It's going to hold you back. So until the unconscious becomes conscious, it will rule your life. This is what coaching is all about, really. This is what, when I'm coaching my clients, when you're in any of my courses, anything that we're doing, I'm looking for the unconscious beliefs that you are not aware of. And when I find those unconscious beliefs that you are not aware of, it comes to the surface. Now we get to do something about it. So think about confidence, right? If we have an unconscious belief that confident people are arrogant, if we have an unconscious belief that confident people are um, selfish, maybe maybe we have an unconscious belief that that if I'm confident, people will stop loving me. Because think about it. There's, there could be an element of truth around that too, right? So you might have a circle of friends like I've had in the past, a circle of friends who maybe aren't, you know, on the path of personal development. And as I've gone on the path of personal development, we have no longer been in alignment. You know, I'm going this way and they're going that way. And for a while, we're on the same track and we're close enough to one another. But as time goes... For those of you who are not watching a visual, you know, like we're on the same track, but then one track starts to veer and the other track starts to veer ever so slightly. And over time, that becomes wider and wider and wider and wider. And our paths are no longer in alignment anymore. It's not that I'm better. It's not that they're better. It's not that I'm worse or they're worse. It's just that we end up not growing in the same direction. So that can feel like we're going to lose our friends, particularly You know, when it comes to something like boundaries, when you start to set boundaries, it's likely that the people who have benefited from you not having any are going to start kicking up a stink. When you find that you start saying no to people or saying I would like that or, you know, you putting your foot down and things, the people who have always, you know, really received benefit from you not having boundaries are going to be pretty annoyed at that and they're going to push back or they're going to leave you. And you might have created a belief in that, that if I set boundaries, I lose love, right? Do you see how that unconscious belief would keep you people-pleasing, would keep you acquiescing, it would keep you, uh, you know, giving people what they want at the cost of you all the time because we have an innate desire to fit in. We're herd creatures after all, herd animals right? Think about it like we're a, a pack of zebras, right? We're a pack of zebras and we all look black and white and we all go down to the watering hole. And I decide at the end of the day that I don't really want to be black and white anymore, that I want to be pink and white, right? So I go to the local zoological pharmacy and I, I get some pink hair dye, right? Or I rub some berries on my white skin and I come to the watering hole the next day looking to all fly and looking pink and black instead of, instead of white and black. Some people are going to be like, oh, my God, you, um, wow, that's different. Other people are like, you can't do that. All of us are black and white. You can't decide to be something else. Some will just quietly judge you. Some will want to be like you. Some people will reject you. In a herd environment, they, the, when you make change, the herd's going to either try to correct the behavior in the beginning, stop being a pink zebra. And then if they can't, they will reject you. Correct, then reject, right? And because we have an innate need to belong, we might feel like, oh my God, I got to go back to being a white and black zebra. I need to fit in. I need to make sure that I fit in with this crowd. But really, the reality is, is that you need to go find another crowd. It's another crowd that is more aligned with you. It's another crowd that's going to accept you for who you are. That's what you need when you set boundaries, when you move into confidence, there's going to be people who are going to have a problem with that. They will because they'll be intimidated by it. They don't want you to be assertive. They've always liked you being your shy, confident, unconfident self because they can have more power to maybe be able to manipulate you or they're just used to you being that way. Maybe you're insecure together. You know, I remember had time back in the day when all of my friends smoked and I did too. And then when I gave up smoking, People were really unhappy with that. It's absurd to think so now, but, you know, this is like 20 years ago when I gave up smoking. My friends, at, you know, at large were okay, but there was a few of them that were really unhappy with the fact that I'd given up smoking, let alone when I gave up drinking, let alone when I lost weight, you know, because we were used to drinking and smoking and eating together. Now, all of a sudden, I've taken myself out of that picture. Now, people go, oh, no, no, we're th- you're threatening my status quo right that isn't a cue for us to go back to smoking or drinking or being in low self-esteem it's a cue for us to love the people that are around us and keep doing our work and they can choose to come with us on the path of more confidence you can be like hey i'm learning to be more confident like you're changing i don't want you to then you say go listen to luna's podcast come join her course with me because i'm going to it too You can bring them along if they want to, or you go alone and you will meet other people along the path that are more aligned with where you are going. And I know that that's scary. I know that that can feel like, I don't know if I can do that. But unless you are changing your unconscious patterns within your mind, they will continue to rule you. They just will. Irrelevant of how many podcasts you listen to, irrelevant of how much... Uh, you know, books you read, unless you are doing that in, like the very deliberate inner work of looking at your beliefs, your unconscious beliefs that are ruling you, and doing something about them, then nothing's going to change. That's the truth of the matter. You might get some incremental stuff. You'll get some aha moments. You'll feel good when you read the book. You might feel good when you listen to this podcast. And I, look, I give you lots of how-tos in this podcast as well, by the way. It's not like this is just purely uh, intellectual. I give you lots of how-tos. And really, how do you change your unconscious beliefs? First, you have to discover them. So spend some time alone and look at that. The the quickest way that you could possibly find out your unconscious belief is to work with someone. That's your best way. You know, I'm extremely good at this. My coaching books are only open for about another week, maybe a little bit longer, maybe coming into a bit of February. So if you are curious about working one-on-one with me and you want to do some unconscious belief work, then come and hang out. You can also do that to to a certain extent as well in in my program, Claim Your Confidence. that's coming up on February 13. So there's level one, there's level two, there's, you know, foundation and advance. But February 13, we start, we kick off. So I'm going to put links to both of those things, Coaching With Me and Claim Your Confidence in the show notes. Because if you want to really learn how to do this, if you really want to create change, you have to look at those unconscious beliefs. Because what's wrong with being confident? You might think on a conscious level, nothing, and it's something that you want. But it can very well be that on an unconscious level, you are sabotaging yourself. And maybe that's why you keep eating when you want to lose weight. Maybe that's why you keep spending money when you want to save it. Maybe that's why you keep falling in love with the wrong person because you have a belief that you only deserve crappy men. Whatever it happens to be for you, there is reasons why we do what we do. And it's important that when we discover the unconscious belief, then we can do something about it. Then you can decide you can see that pattern that unconscious conditioning belief play out and then you can make different decisions but while it remains in the in the unconscious mind you're at the mercy of it constantly so tell me how this podcast episode has gone i'd love to hear your thoughts short and sharp one this week to be able to just get you like fired up for the end of january i hope to see you in one of my courses soon i think that this is beautiful. This is a wonderful supplement to any of any of my programs that I run. Come and hang out with me for one on one coaching. I only take ten clients a year. Uh, sorry, ten clients twice a year, ten clients at a time. So I have limited spaces right now left for one on one coaching. I work with you solidly for six months personally with me, so you get personal access to me during that period of time. Not as probably as pricey as you think as well i 'm not i 'm not a ten thousand dollar coach that 's not not kind of level that we 're working at here. And I always offer payment plans for both my coaching and for my courses. So go ahead and check out Claim Your Confidence, which is the course coming up very, very soon. Help you overcome your fear. Dive deep into your beliefs. Deal with some body image issues that you might have. Start thinking about your communication skills because that's always helpful to be your most assertive self. And, of course, deal with your negative thinking and all your emotions that you don't necessarily know what to do with. If you've liked today's episode, let me know. Leave me a voice note shoot me through a message on social media. I'd love to hear from you. And of course, the biggest gift that you can give to me is to share this podcast. When you share this podcast, it goes out to more people. If you hit that follow button, subscribe button, I'd absolutely love for you to do that. In the meantime, my friends, happy self-loving. I love you and I hope that you love you too. Thank you so much for listening to the More Confidence with Luna Guy podcast. I hope you feel more confident, more self assured, and ready to go tackle the world's problems and maybe kick ass in some of your dreams. If you haven't already, I would love for you to like and subscribe, follow, and maybe leave a review so that other people know how to find this awesome podcast too. If you're wanting to sink your teeth into something even more juicy, my number one best selling book. Perfectly Imperfect, your complete guide to loving yourself and loving your body is now available on all good bookstore sites, both in print, digital, and I narrated it for Audible as well. If you think the coaching or maybe one of my courses is for you, why not head to www.moreconfidence.com.au and get in touch and see if we can talk. And of course, you can find me all across the social medias. That's Facebook, Instagram, tiktok twitter youtube which is where you're probably listening now or maybe even here on the podcast platform sending you big love and wishing you a beautiful day